You are listening to the Inside Out Podcast. Brent Kimball and Michael Anderson discuss all things living the gospel with those inside of the family of God and bringing the gospel to those outside of the family of God. Let's live Inside Out. Hey everyone, welcome to the Inside Out Podcast. Glad to be back with you. I am here, not with Brent today, but with our family life pastor, Jordan Paris. Jordan, quickly, just want to say right off the bat that a couple weeks ago you celebrated an anniversary, your fifth year anniversary of being here on staff with City Point Church. Yes. How does that feel going, man, I've I've now been here for five years. I feel pretty proud of myself. Yeah. If I could say that. Yeah. Feel yeah, good about it. It probably feels a little surreal too. I mean, it's already been five years. Yeah. A, a lot has happened, but in other ways it's gone by super fast, I'm sure. It's gone by very quickly. So one of the things that you've done on a regular basis since you've been here is usually with CSM, the week before uh, Halloween, you encourage the kids to dress up in appropriate costumes and have oh, some, for sure. have some yeah. fun. And there's a bit of a contest that you guys have, and you and your wife, Piper, I feel like you outdo yourself every single year in in your get-ups, and this year you added a third into the mix, and feels like it feels like it went to the next level. It was next level. So yeah. you were Willy Wonka. Yeah. Piper okay. was Violet. Piper was Violet. If you can't remember your 1960s movies, Violet, of course, was the girl who turned into a giant blueberry. Uh-huh. So yeah. That was commitment on her part, and then she even painted her face purple. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. And then Daisy came dressed as the most adorable chocolate yes. bar you've yep. ever seen. Yep. So that was great. It was pretty awesome. That was great. So um, that that happened last night, but th- this is what's going on today. Okay, I am going to well e- each other. We're going to test each other's Bible knowledge. Okay, probably more importantly, we're going to test our own ability. To explain a Bible story in a matter of six seconds. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. Each of us have specific stories from the Bible that are not overly well-known stories that we're going to have to try to explain to the other person in six seconds. Mm -hmm. And then the other person will have to guess. Do they have to guess where it is? Um, no, they just have to guess the story. They might not know the exact address. So they'll, if they guess the story, they get it right. Okay. Now, here's a question. <laughs> Who gets the point, the explainer or the guesser? Probably the communicator. Okay. For sure. Okay. So the point's going to go to the communicator. Do you want to go first? Well, I have a question. Okay. If I am describing someone, can I talk about like who their parents are? Can I... Okay, like what you have, sort of details you have can I give? Six seconds. You can't give any names from the story. So if it was if it was Noah and the Ark, you can't say Noah built a boat, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So. Okay. You ready? But if, let's say it has to do with one of Saul's sons. Could I say one of Saul's sons? Or do I just yeah. have to? I can. You could. Okay. You could say that. If that's one of the prompts, I'm going to be upset. You just try to give yourself an advantage. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait, who's first? You're, you're, you're going first. As in I'm describing first? Yes. Ready and... Wait, do I just pick any? Or do I, <laughs> do I start at the top? Do I... Start at the very top. Okay. And go down the list. 
if that's the easiest for you. That's if it's easier for you to start any other place, you can. Okay, I'll start at the bottom. Okay. Ready? Yep. Get marked. <laughs> get marked. <laughs> On your mark, get set, go. Saul's son, long hair, in a tree, spears in his chest, dead. <laughs> Time. <laughs> <laughs> Saul's son, long hair, in a tree, spears in his chest, dead. Yes. Saul's son. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay. Sorry. Hold on. Hold on. I meant David's son. Okay. You can't see. You can't do that now. You're, I knew though. I was though. so stuck I knew on though. What I said So this earlier. is at least I know this is from Second Samuel. Um, sixteen through eighteen is it anywhere in there. It's eighteen. Eighteen. Very nice. And that's going to be Absalom, who of course had beautifully long hair and got yeah. caught in a branch. Not Saul's son, David's son. And it was it Joab. Yes. Okay. The commander. Boom. Got it right. Okay. That that point goes to so you. So I get a point, even though that I point goes to you. Up. That was that was incredible. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you my story. There is Do you have so six pull seconds? up pull up six seconds oh. on on your Can I pull device. Up so you'll have to. You might just be able to count in your head, okay? But I'm gonna give you the first of my the first. Tell me when you're ready. Okay. Actually, I'll tell you. you ready? You, you tell me when to go. Three, two, one, go. Bad man who is who is dying who changes his ways and decides that he's going to. Time. A bad man who changes his ways because he was dying? I have no idea. A bad man? Who's dying and changes his ways. (laughs) A bad man who's dying who changes his ways. Is this New Testament? I can't give you any more. It's a part of inspired scripture. That's what I can say. So it's all scripture. I really don't know. Who changed his ways because he was about to die? Yeah. What did he be, did he become a follower of Jesus? Yes. I don't know. It's the thief on the cross from Luke twenty three. Wow, that was my fault. I got to do better. Okay. That's why the point gives. Okay, goes to the communicator. So the point goes to you. Well, I don't get a point for that, right? Yeah, but you got a point for the first one. Okay, next one. Are you ready? Not yet. Okay, on your mark, get set, go. Sarah's husband not telling the truth to someone in power. I don't even need the full six seconds. Okay, Sarah's husband not telling the truth to mm-hmm. someone in power. Mm-hmm. This is, of course, when Abraham <laughs> lied. I'm so good. About Sarah being his wife. Yes. But he did it twice. Is this to Pharaoh or is this to This says to Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Yep. Okay. So I got I got it right. I have two. Or you have two. So I got two. You have two. Okay, I'm going to try to get on the board. It's all about the communicator. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel like we might come to blows after this game. The guy who almost died right. and changed his life. <laughs> Thief on the cross. You gave me wrong information in the very first one. I still got it right. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. Is this a good guy who changed his way while he's about okay. to die? Oh, shoot. I got to... Sorry. Okay, give me the timer. I need time. Give me the timer. Tell me when to go. Go. Priest finds the Torah, rejoices, the city is happy. (laughs) (laughs) The priest finds the Torah? Yes. I feel like I just read this in Kings. Is this Kings? 
I can't I can't give you any you have to just say it and he read it and people were convicted and felt like hey we're turning back to God yes oh I don't know the answer but is it is it in Kings yes second Kings I just read this I don't know it's Hilkiah finding the book of the law yeah, I wasn't going to get that oh, one. You half a point for that one. You got at least got where it was from in the Bible. Yeah, I just can't remember the name. That's a tough one. Some part of Israel's history. How okay. come I get that guy and you get Abraham? I again, I'm this is for myself. Okay, apparently I gave myself harder ones. Okay. I'm I'm ready for my next one, but I'm going to let you go. Okay? Here we go. You mark. Get set. Go. The son of God shouts something to bring down this thing that bears no fruit. <laughs> can we i just kind of want to start preaching like this on a sunday morning well let's, i'm preaching this sunday so. let's just just try to do it in as short a time as possible the son of god shouts something to this thing to bring down something that produces fruit this this is jesus curses the fig tree man it's either you're really smart or i'm really good at communicating this i thing. think i think or it's both. you're re- really good at communicating maybe okay Okay. I play taboo. That's why. Well, you have three points and I have zero. So That's because I can't guess your stories. Okay, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Can you give me like a well-known character? Um, this is not a well-known character, so you're going to have to really... Oh, let me give it time. You're going to have to really figure it out. Ready? Okay. Set. Go. Okay. People who didn't like Moses and they conspire against him and then they get in massive trouble. <laughs> Like when they get swallowed up? Is that what you're talking about? Kind of, yeah. Um, you're talking about Exodus, talking about... They didn't They didn't get swallowed up. Did they rebel against him? They did. But swallowing up wasn't the... the, the I know it's... Did it start with a K? Yes. And it <laughs> rhymes with Torah. Is it... The Rebellion of Korah. Yes. There boom. it is. Sorry. You got it right. Sorry. I keep clapping, and I forget that that's probably really loud in the microphone. So if you're listening, so my apologies. Do I get half a point since you helped me? Or do you um, get half a point? Oh, you get another, I get another half a point. So that means I have one whole point now. Okay? Okay. All right. Here we go. This next one you probably won't get. I'm going to get it. It's very specific. Okay. Tell me when you're ready. On your mark, get set, go. Fat dude gets stabbed with a sword. Sorry, overweight guy in power. Sword, fat comes out. Okay. This is a graphic account in the book of Judges. Yeah, I wouldn't um, know the name for this, this is, one. This is... Uh, I'll be impressed. E- this is Ehud. Wow. And the king is is Eglon. That's, I don't know how you got that. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, boom. I would not have gotten that name. Boom. Well, listen, it's because you're such a good communicator. That's why you have four points. Cle- clearly, I've got some work to do. Okay. So I've only gotten okay. half of your three, like 0. 0.5 out of three. Um, let me get, is this one well-known? Uh, somewhat. Okay, it's ready? not very well. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Three, two, one. Disciple finds a monetary reward while searching for food. Searching for food? Disciple. Mm-hmm. Finds <laughs> Come on. I feel so ignorant right now. 
a disciple. <laughs> I just know, like, here's here's what happens. Is what I'll let you think. Every time on this podcast, we'll record something on Thursday, release it on Friday. People will come up to me talking to me about the podcast on Sunday, and I will, I'll have, like, it'll take me a minute to remember. This Sunday, people are going to tell me, like, the answers to my six seconds. A disciple like, right got money, though, for searching for food? Yeah. I, I literally have no idea. Okay. Like, how, I can't even think of it. How did the disciple search for food? I don't know. What what sort of thing did they do? <laughs> what was what was the profession of of a couple of them? Some were tax collectors, some were No, I get that, but what do you mean searching for like fishing? Yeah. Hate was it. it because there is like a a coin in the fish's mouth? Yeah. You wow. got it. You got it. Okay. okay. I missed that one. So it's 4 to 1. You said a disciple received a monetary reward. Okay, I see that. Yep. Okay. There's um, one more. You got one more? Okay, here's your last one. Uh, let me think through this, though. Can I have time? Uh, you have approximately five seconds to think through it. I'm going to tell you to go in five, four, three, two, one, go. Commander, skin disease, done. Oh, healthy. Easy. Name it in leprosy. <laughs> You're so good. <laughs> wow. You just. I think you, you're not even taking six seconds to describe these things. This is like two-second Bible well, stories for I'm you. because I'm thinking, wow. Okay, you got happen. all five. Now, I've gotten two halves. <laughs> <laughs> I have one point. Okay, so here we go. I'm going to try. This is my final shot at redemption. Take all six seconds and try to be very specific. Ready? Three, okay. two, one. Liar grapples with the Almighty. A liar grapples with the Almighty? Mm-hmm. A liar? L-I-A-R. Yes. I'm, I'm just going to assume you're talking about physical wrestling. Okay. So that would, my guess is Jacob. We got it. Okay, that was an easy we one. We got the last one. I saved the easiest for last. Jacob wrestles with God. And there it is, six You got second. me with the liar part, though. Well, I had to do something. That was good, though. I had to be as good as you. You know, this next Sunday, we will be at week eight of our reasonable answers to difficult questions. And hopefully you're the same as me, but it's really encouraged me to to want to delve into my Bible and, and just, just mine the precious truths that are there even more than I do already. And one of the things that I encourage people to do is to approach Bible reading as if they were scuba diving and not as if they were snorkeling. I think so often for those of us who are Christians and and we want to be disciplined in approaching the Word and, and doing our regular reading is that we just will skim across at a surface level like somebody would as they were snorkeling. We can, we can put the, the mask on and put the snorkel in our mouths and we can see underwater and stay there for a long period of time. But uh, even though we can see cool things in the depth, we don't necessarily get to see them up close and personal. And so uh, so often what we want to do in our, in our Bible reading is to take that to the next level. Instead of staying on the surface level, uh, we want to go scuba diving. We want to 
put the oxygen tank on and get our flippers on and actually go down to the depths and see things up close and personal. And so just quickly, as we continue in the podcast, I want to give you some things that are going to help you do that in your regular study times, some things that you can kind of implement yourself in in a process that you can start that's going to help you to mine the depths and the riches of the Word of God. One of the first things that it's important to do is to determine What's the authorial intent? This is a phrase that you most likely have heard before as we've preached on a Sunday, but what was the author trying to communicate? This idea of authorial intent carries with it the fact that each biblical passage guided by the Holy Spirit has a specific meaning that the author is trying to convey. I spent my first couple years in pastoral ministry as a youth pastor, and you know, I look back on some of those years in ministry as some of the best years of my life as my wife and I were uh, first married and we were working with just an awesome group of teenagers and I loved preaching the gospel and building community with them. But one of the things that, that I look back on now that always makes me laugh and, and maybe it shouldn't, and it'd be the amount of times we would be in a small group setting and we'd be studying a passage and I would eventually hear almost on a regular basis, I would hear a student say, here's what this verse means to me. And that would be a regular refrain among students that I had to try to coach out of them. And I think if we're honest, you and I have probably heard people say that too, is the phrase, well, here's what this means to me personally. And and we have to pause there and be mindful of what we're actually saying. Um, And, and, Really, there's actually a, a sophisticated way of putting that. Here, here's where what that verse means to me, and it's it's called eisegesis. And eisegesis is the attempt to read my own thoughts and my own ideas into a biblical text. Now, I think if if we're being honest, this is quite a t- temptation for many of us, and we certainly don't want to approach the Bible this way. What we actually want to do is is to look at it like we would look at most other things that we read in our day. And, and time. So when we read a blog post or a news article, our goal is not to read our own ideas onto the story. We're trying to understand just what the person is saying. Now, depending on the piece, we may be inspired by it. We may be absolutely repulsed by it. It may be well-written. It may be poorly written. In fact, we might think of a bunch of different kinds of applications that the author hadn't considered at all. But regardless of what we do with what we've read, we have to start by looking at the author's intent. And when we do that, we are engaged in the process of exegesis and not eisegesis. So if eisegesis is the attempt to read my own thoughts and ideas into a biblical text, exegesis is the disciplined attempt to determine the author's original intent rather than our own preferences, experiences, or opinions. And I love uh, this quote by uh, one of the church fathers from the patristic era, Jerome. He was a Bible translator, and he said this, The office of a commentator is to set forth not what he himself would prefer, but what the author says. What is the biblical author saying. Once we find that out, it's going to greatly help us in our understanding and our interpretation of it today. And one of our great hopes for you as somebody who is most likely listening to this and is a part of City Point is that 
your regular time reading and studying your Bible is that it would not remain a two-dimensional and flat and, and sort of vanilla, if you will, just kind of the plain systematic attempt to read through the Bible. But as you attempt to uh, apply these tools just in this brief couple moments we've had together, that your time with your Bible would begin to come alive, that you would begin to see the size and scope of the narrative and the sweep of the story that's taking place. I'm reminded of what Peter says in Second Peter chapter 1, verses 16 through 20. He says this, For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was borne to him by the majestic glory, this is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this very voice born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. And we have the prophetic word more fully confirmed, to which you will do well to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this, first of all, that no prophecy of Scripture comes from someone's own interpretation. So friends, God bless you as you go about the rest of your weekend. We look forward to seeing you back here at our church building this coming Sunday for week eight of Reasonable Answers to Difficult Questions as Pastor Jordan attempts to answer the question, if God exists, why is there so much evil and suffering in our world? <laughs>